and the boundary yes. shake-up that was announced this week. And I think every single newspaper article I read, every political commentator I heard speaking, were all quoting you as one of the big losers under this boundary shake-up. Mallows, two urban electoral divisions as well as the rural division moving to Cork North Central. And then, of course, you've got Bottevin, Donnerell, Ballyclaw, New Tupac House moving to Cork Northwest. That's a hell of a lot of your support base. Have you decided yet what constituency you'll now run in at the next election? Well, the decision is not whether I run in Cork East or Cork uh, North Central. I think the decision now is uh, is whether you run at all or run in Cork North Central. I, and I'll be very honest about that, OK? Uh, because... So much of my and and I'm not morose about these things or I'm not playing the bail bucked because that's not the type of character I'd be. What I'm trying to grapple with at the moment, Patricia, is whether or not there is actually a future for me in politics. And I'll, I'll just be very honest with people about that, because the loss of the Budafans, the Donrells, the Mitchellstown, like, quite frankly, um, it feels like the years and years of work that you've put in and through my late father, through myself, is just literally gone in one fell swoop. And I could never run in a constituency that I don't live in. I live in the town of Mallow, you know, my family home, my family is in Mallow. I would have to stay with Mallow no matter what. So there is that sense of loss of the Cork East part of the constituency. So I'm just, I suppose, outlining it in very human terms that I have to know, I'm in the middle now of trying to grapple with the enormity of the decision. But I have to put things into perspective. You know, perspective means that there are so many different, there are so many people out there who have to grapple with far more challenges than I have to grapple with, uh, you know, from a I know, I know. But, 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 but However, had, you, had you ever considered not running in the next election prior to this commission report? Oh, God, uh, no, the fire was in the belly, like, and the fire is still in the belly to keep going, you know. But, but, but what I have to grapple with, I have a young family. Um, I, w- what it would mean is you're literally starting out again in a whole new territory uh, where you're trying to form relationships, build up a body of work in such a short space of time. And that challenge is a massive undertaking. So, like, I'm just giving you the human element of that. The human element of that is that will mean being out all, all hours, every hour of the day, every waking moment to try and do that. And I have to consult with my colleagues. I have to do further consultation with my family, you know, because there's, you know, family is a big, the biggest component of this. I have to talk to my, you know, colleague, John, Councillor John Marr. John Marr was the candidate for the Labour Party in Cork North Central at the last election. Myself and John, we've spoken twice in the last day or so. We have to sit down. We have to tease out matters as well. Um, we have to look at, you know, we just have to give it a bit of time. Yeah, and, and, there, and there's no, there's no, the there, there, I suppose there, there is no rush. But if you were to leave politics, Sean, what, what would you do with yourself? Oh, well, I, 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 do you know what, Patricia, I'll be very honest with you. I, I haven't thought about 
what I would do if I was to leave politics. The only thought in my mind after this call, and I'll be frank about it, is I have to collect the little fella from the preschool and then I have a, an afternoon of work then ahead of me in terms of representing the people. So, I ha- and quite honestly, I haven't thought beyond that and okay. I have a load of people to get back to today. Okay, and, you know what I mean? So, and going like to the, the play school is, is, the, is, is one of the very important ones for today. Okay, <laughs> but, well, look, just, just keep may, us posted. That's all that we ask. Keep us updated. No, 100%. And, and may I just say that, like, we, my office continues to be open. We continue to work on behalf of the people. No, no matter who comes to us, we'll always try and help people, regardless of constituencies. But I suppose what I'm saying is that there's just a little bit of time to be taken to consider all of the options. But by no means, we're, we have a long way to go before a decision is made. And I'm very grateful still for the opportunity to continue to represent people. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And we just have to take a little bit of time. Okay. That's all. Uh, okay. Just to consider we'll, we'll speak again, Sean, in the meantime. Thank you for that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.